Hi, I'm Nora, and I love church. I've asked my daughter today, said, what is one absolute truth that you can have this morning for your day? And my beautiful baby girl, she said, I'm not alone. And if she holds on to that one truth from scripture, that she's not alone today, then her day will be fuller. So, you know, ask Jesus, you know, if you're reading your Bible in the morning, what, what do you have for me to read this morning? Yeah, defund the church, rebuild the kingdom, ain't no doubt, time to wake up because the church walls shouldn't be there to keep people out, yeah, let's come together, ready for change, now is the time, we are one unit that is under God, let's put an end to the racial divide, uh, I gotta scream it out louder, let's rebuild the kingdom from the ground up, bringing unity in the community and keep the Holy Spirit all around us, yeah, yeah, defund the church, let's go. The exciting conclusion of our interview with Don Rossner. Take a listen. Hope you enjoy. God does that. He knows what your soul needs because that might not make that might not be good for you, Frank. Like to see a moose, you might not like seeing a moose. I needed to feel like I could get run over. That's what I needed. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, just to stop you right there. Yeah, I, for the record, I I don't want to be anywhere near a moose or anything that can. <laughs> maul me or anything like that that's, yeah. that's i have a i i respect what the lord has done with the animals let them you know do what they need to do i'm good but like yeah. you said what you need is what you need and i think so going going you said it's very true like i think people don't know and i, I don't want to generalize but i think that there's a, a, a number of people who don't know and especially in the faith community what they need and so especially when it comes to men what would you say to a man? Like, what would you, what would your prescription be? And I know you're not a doctor, so you don't have to write it or whatever. Um, and Don is not a doctor, so you don't, you know, like, what are those disclaimers, right? Like, anything he says on the show, you, you know, you can do it. But I do have bad handwriting, though. So, um, but, but seriously, what would be your prescription for the the person who is just like, yeah, this sounds good, guys. Like, I, yeah, I've been through all that. I, you know, I'm, but, but what, how do I get to that place where I know that God is, is, is moving and working in me? Like, what, what, what do you think? What would you recommend for um, people listening to this who are saying, you know, what can I do? Yeah, I heard this podcast. It was great. You know, spent a little bit of time, got some insight, but like, how does it apply to me? How can I win? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, after I experienced that that boot camp several years later, I wanted uh, God led me to want to put a similar model up up for men, um, and you know that 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 is something. Um, it's called basic. Uh, we run it out of uh, Pittsburgh area um, uh, currently, and and I will do that until God says otherwise. Um, Wild Heart also has their boot camp that you can go check out on their website and that's in person seeing the live event. Um, and I do recommend that. Um, ours is in Pittsburgh. We serve a few men who sign up, uh, and it's actually Graysville, Pennsylvania. If you look it up on the site at wildheart.org under events and look for basic. Um, and Frank, can you, you put a link to it on the show notes? Is that cool? Um, uh, so, that's available. 
we're doing another one. We're doing our next one on November 18th to 21st. That's available for, for men. You, my email's on the, on the site. You can, um, on the post, and you can email me to register. Um, if you're, so the prescription. Um, you know, that book, Waddle Heart, really grabbed me. Um, and so I definitely recommend it. Um, if you haven't read it, great. If you're like, I'm not a book person, well, you could listen to it uh, on Audible, but if you really, you know, you need community. You need men or women if you're a woman. Uh, we need people. And man, don't, don't arrange for it yourself. Pray for it. And keep your eyes and your heart and your hands open. Like, man, I can't express that enough. Like the more we we try to control it, manhandle it, or you know, whatever, it's just like you're not giving God access. Give God access. Ask for him to to give you the one friend, two friends that you need, because he knows what you need. So community is important. Um, and don't, don't, if you, you know, don't put it like me and some of my closest friends, none of us go to the same church, but we all believe in Jesus. We're all deeply like all those guys I, I talked to you about, about the, the trip. Uh, there's five of us. I think there's four churches involved with that. So like, we just, you know, we're willing to dive deep, you know, um, it's about the big C church. And I truly believe that. Um, and if you, a prescription, get some, uh, something that's been very fruitful for me. Um, wake up a little earlier than you, you know, wake up earlier. Get, you know, a couple minutes of prayer time. Um, I like the daily prayer from, uh, that Wild Heart puts out. Uh, not everybody likes that. That's okay. Um, but get get a little bit of prayer, get your heart quiet, your mind quiet, get filled up with some truth. I've asked my daughter today, said, what is one absolute truth that you can have this morning for your day? And my beautiful baby girl, she said, I'm not alone. And if she holds on to that one truth from scripture, that she's not alone today, then her day will be fuller. So, you know, ask Jesus, you know, if you're reading your Bible in the morning, what, what do you have for me to read this morning? And let the Holy Spirit answer. Don't worry about getting right or wrong. Just, just go with the first mercy cross into your heart and see where he takes you. Like, do things like that. Open-handed, not strangling it, you know. And, and you're, there's grace. Read Galatians 3, like dive into the really that the cross is paid for everything and that, you know, religiousness is, will choke you out. Like put your hope in him, find freedom, get your, if you're a man, know that you're strong and you're strong, know that you're strong and you, you are made able, every single one of you. If you're a woman, you are able as well. You're beautiful and you have immense 
things to offer and strength and, and goodness. And, and uh, they, their, their ministry has a book called Captivating. Check out Captivating. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I would, uh, I would prescribe. Man, that was good. That's what the doctor ordered. I, I, I'd say we're here with uh, Don Rosser, again, former decorated police officer, real estate investor extraordinaire, and just overall lover of Jesus. Um, I, I would say, man, you can listen to this episode or any episode of this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, um, or any other major podcast platform. Man, this has been so good. Um, I'm going to share a secret with the audience is that um, Don is more amazing than he's letting on. And, and I know that's he's, he's not putting it into words as good as, as, as I would like him to. And not because he's not, because he's very modest. But I'm just going to go and blow him up. Um, you know, Don and I, you know, we go to the same church. And Don, you know, approached me uh, probably a couple months back and said, hey, I'm doing basic. And and for those, if, if you're watching this on video, you see us. If you're not, if you're watching, not watching on video, that I'm black, Don is white. And so Don comes up to me and says, hey, you want to go to Graysville, Pennsylvania for this retreat? And I'm like, I've seen Get Out. I'm not going four hours in the middle of nowhere, no cell reception with a white guy who says he's got 200 acres of land. That's a movie. That's a Jordan Peele movie, um, uh, the sequel, right? And so just the, there was so much warfare going on with why, you know, I didn't want to go. But what I'll say is this. When I got there, the experience of being without the pressures. And there's a thing you don't realize, I'll say this, is that I'm, I'm a huge tech person. I'm, I'm a software engineer. Um, I'm, you know, I do um, like technology investing. So like I'm on the phone a lot. I'm on the computer a lot. Like I, I live on the computer. Like I grew up with the computer. They, you remember, I know if people have ever seen Who Got Game, um, when uh, Denzel Washington tells Ray Allen, I put the ball in crib. It's like my dad put the computer in my crib. Like I'm like that. So. I will say that being free of the burden of technology is a burden you don't even know you have. Um, when you get out there, your phone doesn't work. Like I was like, well, maybe I'll check. I'm like, no service. You get no service. So there was no, it wasn't even like if I wanted to look, if I wanted to be, it was like, you're just not, there was no signal anywhere. And that was so freeing because I wasn't missing anything. Because God, God said, man, your family is fine. Because a lot of people will say, well, I can't go because I can't get time my family, they need me. God is like, are you their God or am I their God? Because if you're their God, then maybe you should never leave the house. But if I'm their God, then you need to get here. And, right, and, and a lot of people will say, well, I can't afford to go or I can't afford to take them off. I would say you, can, you probably can't, you can't afford not to go, if that makes sense. Like, can, no, can you afford not to go? And that's the question I, I have for people that are on the fence. And, I, and like I said, we're not even, we're saying, take the babysitters, first pray. But I'm, I'm, I'm hard selling um, what Don is, is, is putting out with, with the basic, whether the one he's talking about in Colorado or the one he does in Graysville. And it, at the end of the show, we'll share how you can link up with that. And, and it'll, it'll be subsequently published in all the other mediums that this is, is put out in. But I will just say that you've really got to take the steps to find God's voice and find the rhythm because you're so used to the rhythm of what the world tells you to do. And you're so, you get swayed every which way, you know, 
what did, what did James talk about? You, you're, you're, you're unstable in your ways. You're tossed to and fro. Don't be double-minded. So many of us are so double-minded. We forget what we look like when we look in the mirror. We say, oh, praise God. I'm on my knees in Monday. Oh, you know, I hate this job. I can't make it. I hate, you know, this marriage ain't going to work. This kid ain't going to act right. And I would say that those things are always, you know, part of the struggle. But what, what, what basic offered and just... It doesn't even have to be basic, but what, but what what a real fellowship with the Lord offers is a transparency that the things that you are most concerned about aren't even salvific. They're not even, you're concerned over things that are going to pass away and burn away. And you really have to get focused on the eternal things that God wants you to accomplish. And there are eternal things he wants you to accomplish. And we're so focused on the next thing, the next car, the next house, the next job, the next update we can put out and tell people how well we're doing. I would almost argue that we're more we're, we're more concerned with our appearances to people than what than than, than than what God than our thoughts are with God. Are as, as, do we have a godly plan in our mind, or are we just doing enough to where people say, "Oh, you know, he's a good guy. Oh man, mm. he's making it. He's doing it." And I, and I say that because I lived that life. I lived a life where I was unassailable, unimpeachable on paper, but in my mind, I was a mess in all areas. Um, and, and, and you can keep that up for a while. You might be able to keep it your whole life, but I'm gonna tell you, it's not gonna profit you eternally. And you're never gonna build what you're supposed to build here. This is an extension. This is the beginning, right? This is the beginning of eternity. So you can't just wait to the end to get right. You don't, you say, uh, we have the wrong mindset of, well, we just got, I, just, I got saved, so I'm going to heaven. But this is, this is the beginning of the sanctification process where you're going to be one day at the judgment. You can't wait to the end. You don't wait to the end to do your work, right? At the end of the semester, you, you have to do projects all throughout the semester to get a grade that matters. And I'm not saying you can, I'm not preaching workspace righteousness. Don't, I, I'm, I'm all in on Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, Okay. Don't mess with my theology. What I'm saying is there's got to be fruit that's born. And so many of us are just barely are holding on to the seed and we've never planted it. And I just want to say that if you're in, if you hear this and, and you're in, and, and this, and this, you know, you're able to do a basic or anything like it or any type of retreat where you're able to get along with God and put down your phone. And, and that's really an important thing. You're, the phone is such a, an idol. It's become an idol that's, that's, that's coming to existence in our lifetime. Because in 1990, nobody was looking at the phone. No. There was no obsession. But man, you lose your phone. If I said you could lose three things, your keys, your phone, or your wallet, people are probably going to be like, I can't lose my phone because mm. I can cancel all my credit cards. I don't carry cash. My wallet wasn't that expensive unless you like that. And, and, and my keys, you know, oh, well, I'll get another car key. You know, hopefully I didn't, you know, leave them in the car. But phone is like one of the most precious items to us. And that's, it's, it's a dangerous thing. So I think it's important to be able to have time to put that down um, yeah. and, and really get into that. But like I said, I don't want to filibuster what Don has said, but Don is, is doing great work for men. And, 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 and I say that because in a society where I'm all for equality, but equality and equity are not the same, right? Women and men are still different. And so 
that doesn't mean that they do the same. It means they have roles they do well. And that doesn't mean yeah. that your wife can't cut the grass. She's in there. I'm not coming at you. <laughs> if you like to watch this and your wife cuts the grass, that's that we're not getting into that kind of semantic stuff, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about though the man being the head, being being at the leadership level. And so there's so many men who are not in position and women have become, have had to unfortunately step into that role in some cases, fathers not in place, things like that. And so we want to make a call to, to you if you're, if, you're, if you're a man and you're not in position and you know you're not in position, don't ask, you don't have to ask you're in position. You know if you're not, go ahead. All right, yeah, and, and like, yeah, yeah, like so, uh basic talks about this stuff so like you know come to basic uh learn about you know only just it doesn't just it doesn't like you know say like uh well i'm not gonna say what i'm gonna say what it does say it says your wife has wounds your wife's heart is good you know you need to know more about your heart to be healthy to engage her heart you need to know you know these things matter and and that like she's really made well there's these things you know there's a whole bunch of stuff there's mother wounds there's you know uh, what how father wounds how was you know she handled by her father how you know we we we, you know the, the psychology goes on and on but like it's not just all about that what agreements has she made about that? What does she said? What does she believe is true about her? What does she believe that if, if she doesn't step up and show strength, that she'll be left behind and that she won't be loved? You know, maybe that's why she's so forceful. Maybe that's, you know, and there's a way to engage her in love. Right. And, you know, praying through that. And, and uh, like, that's one beautiful thing about basic, like my job with basic, you know, I'm not leading all the teachings. So let me make it clear. I pray. I, I, you know, I facilitate. So I, I, I host, I, I do lead some things, but I don't lead the teaching. I, that is all the water heart staff and, and through their uh, video uh, at our location. Um, and it's, and it's phenomenal and the Holy spirit uses it really well, but I, you know, we create an environment where men can be, men like it be themselves you don't have to this isn't a macho thing we make a whole bunch of fun activities you know uh yes they're they're all pretty masculine uh in stereotype but a girl can do them just as well um and you know we we have axe throwing and and knife throwing and we have uh archery we have you know shooting guns we have hiking but the most important all that stuff is like good and like our soul needs that right um, and you can't be in a few if you're uh, willing or you want to, but um, our soul needs that stuff. But the most important part is that we create an environment through prayer, making sure you're fed well, making sure that you have, you know, things you need and you can be you're peacefully engaged with Jesus. There's no like uh, circles where we force people to talk, but I'll tell you what happens every time around a campfire men just start being themselves and open it up and it's it's epic yo it's great so that, that's what we do that's that's amazing i'm gonna stop you right there i think that um you know don we're going to get you out of here um and just like i said thank you for your time thank you for being so generous i said 25 minutes but 
I think it's been an hour, but I'm, I'm grateful for this time. Um, if, if, <laughs> I, if, I knew with me and you on here, it's going to be an hour. <laughs> well, hey, hey, there you go. Um, how, how, so so we, we, we talked it up. You definitely talked it up as well. Um, how can someone listening to this get in contact with you? What's the best way to either find out about basic or just contact you to say, hey man, I heard about it, but I don't even wanna to go to the website. Just talk, just give me some more information directly. Like how can we contact you? Yeah, so um, the my email, my work email that's that I use, um, it's from my company, but the, it's the one that I will see the notification on because the Gmail gets crushed with school, kids school things. So I don't touch that one anymore. So my email is D-O-N at renewalproperties.us. You can send me an email. Hey, I want to go to basic. Um, you can also click on the links in the show notes um, when Frank puts it in there and uh, and check it out. But, you know, um, that's really it. My, my phone number's on there and, you know, you can call me. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where it starts. You can call me. If Bob Goff puts his phone number out there, I'm going to do this. 412-334-9497. Bob Goff can do it. Oh, gosh. Uh, we'll you put your number in the show this. notes too? Sure, whatever. All right. Um, I'll ask wife about that. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, I mean, that, this, is, this is so good. I just, like I said, I just want to thank you, you know, for coming on and, and just sharing your heart, being, being a part of what we're doing here at Defund the Church again. Um, we're here to rebuild the kingdom. I know that this is just a part of that story where the, I think that there, there, there is so many things God is doing and that this is just one of those things that might not look normal to the mm -hmm. average, like you took a lens and you're like, oh, what's all this stuff going out in the wilderness and all this, you don't need to do all that. But there, there is a call for this. And so I, I would, I would urge yeah. you to um, pray and consider if, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter where you live, you know, um, you can, you can be a part of this. Um, and like I mm -hmm. said, just, just, just get in contact with Don, just, he's a great person just to know, um, a great resource. I think a lot of times you say community, a lot of people aren't connected. And so, you know, just don't be afraid to reach out. Um, I'm not going to put my phone number out there because, you know, I don't want you calling me too late, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you can, you can always email me info at defundthechurch.com uh, and I'll definitely respond as well. So, uh, again, just thank you, Don. Um, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I just want to thank your wife for giving us the time to be able to do this as well. Um, thank my wife too. Thank you, Charity. Yeah. I appreciate you. Um, and uh, so, man, I, again, we love all you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys very soon on an episode of Defund the Church. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and automated podcast platforms. And also, don't forget to visit defundthechurch.com where you can find news and information on how to support this movement and rebuild the kingdom. Mm -hmm.